Hey guys, this is Jesus, one of the following Patreon listeners. Matthias Pills, Nate T, Mika Shalom Kesselman, Sam, Mo Poplar, David Roberts, Thran Duel, Daniel Greer, Mike's Mind, and John Zareb. Thanks for helping us find that tavern. Free from the memories of his violent past, one innocent explorer journeys into the beyond to find his destiny. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, as we return to the world of Numenera in the Fenable Podcast Network. Yeah! Yeah. But this isn't a story with the main crew, this is a... Numenera legend story, where we tell side stories about people affected by our heroes in some way, shape, or form. I'm here with me, Jesus, David, and Dan, here to play Numenera Legends. We're going to start the story with one particular character, a character that was an enemy for the main crew a while back, but had a, one could say, a change of heart, hypothetically? Oh, quite physiologically. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Thorn. Mm. You remember waking up in a jail cell. You were there, very naked, wondering where the hell you were, what the hell was going on. This is Thorne, not David, right? Yeah, this is Thorne. Okay, cool. But David I get is it next week. This. I get it. Okay. Eventually, uh, uh, that's after a rebel radio. <laughs> yeah. Uh, man, those times. Uh, good times. Anyway, no. Uh, uh eventually, a largest woman in armor uh, with red hair comes up to you. Says her name is Corin. Tells you how lucky you are that uh, Mr. Tagos decided to take pity on you, you son of a bitch. <laughs> and she could, you could feel her hate of you, her disdain. And then she opens, uh, she opens the cell door, throws some clothes at you, so obviously some like secondhand crap, and says, "You have a, you have a half an hour to get out of here." Okay. Uh, 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 thank you, Miss um, Corin. Yep. Thank you. Thank you. So much. Great meeting you. And I extend a hand to shake. And then she doesn't do anything. And I, get, I just kind of give her a thumbs up. Thank you. Thank you so much. Mm-hmm. And I walk out. Yep. You walk out of the town. A uh, couple of the, of the guards are looking at you with just distrusting looks. You step out into the main streets. Uh, some people look at you weirdly because, you know, you seem weird. And and every once in a while, like, you notice what looks like a little shadow comes out of your body. Hmm. Hmm. And eventually, uh, because you were told that you had a half an hour to leave, mm-hmm. uh, you I'm going to say you took some time to go to a general store, get some general supplies. Yep. And when I walk out mm-hmm. of the general's store, I'm like putting on some better clothing and I'm like hopping on one foot to, to put on some boots. And then my shadow crosses over a small mole creature and I stop before I step on it. Mm-hmm. And it looks up and goes, meh. <laughs> yep. And it just walks away. You not knowing what that means? She's like, nod your head. is like, okay. It was probably a thank you for not stepping on it. Of course I wouldn't yeah. step on you, little yep. mole person. <laughs> Good for you. And eventually just walk out. You go walk out of a hole in the cavern. Mm-hmm. Uh, you walk through the numerous uh, cavern uh, corridors and eventually head to the outside. And as you head out, you look to your left. And you don't know how you know this, but you know that that way is where the vast amount of civilization is. Mm-hmm. But you also know... You can't. There's a fear there in trying to go that way. <sighs> well, uh, uh, no thank you, fear. 
and I turn around. Where else can I go? You go in the other direction. You know that that way is beyond. You know you'll find something eventually. You don't know what, but you know you have to travel in that direction, and you start walking. Sling my bag over my shoulder, mm-hmm. and then I tighten my belt, and I head out. And you begin walking. Over the week, you travel through the plains, not meeting, seeing another soul, uh, sleeping under trees in the outer ruin or two, once in a cave. That didn't go well because there's a ravaged bear inside eventually, uh, that you didn't notice. But so you- I, I slept two minutes in a cave <laughs> yeah. and then ran for five hours. Exactly, exactly. But eventually, uh, after that week, you notice uh, one or two people walking along. You say your hellos. Uh, you ask where you're going, and they're heading to a, apparently a small town called Kelagor. Kelagor? Yeah, it's a place. Kelagor is a place that you can go to. Like uh, A lot of hunters go there. You uh, He looks at you over. You look like you might be a hunter type. Uh, um, maybe. Uh, is it like for mushrooms? <laughs> you're funny. <laughs> uh, you're serious. No, hunting. You know, like creatures. Some of the creatures uh, of the plains. Good hunting. Good, good meat. If you survive. What would make you think I'm a hunter? Wide shot to, <laughs> I have a bow and arrow slung over my shoulder and like a quiver of arrows. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Great. Uh, you head off to the town of Kelagor. Looking at it as you get close to it, you can, uh, you see some houses of one or two tallish, two or three story building. You you can guess maybe it has a couple of hundred people in it. And you get closer. Here we are, the big city. <laughs> <laughs> and as you get closer, uh, you start walking around, you see a couple of, uh, People on stand selling products. You see, you actually see a couple of people uh, grabbing what looks like a giant bird-like creature with what looks like three legs and three wings, dead. But basically, and they're car- it, it takes like five people to carry it. Something they hunted in the plains. Yeah, so you're there traveling around, and an instinct tells you you know the perfect place to get information. Okay, the police station. <laughs> <laughs> yep, and you go ahead head off to the police station. Yep. Yep. Uh, you go to a, a what looks like a one-story building. Uh, there's actually one uh, guard sitting on a chair. Hello? Yeah, one moment. One moment. Uh, the door opens and there's a tallish woman. Uh, dark skin with braids. Yeah! Hi. 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 Uh, my name's Thorne, and I'm uh, new here. And I was wondering if I could get uh, a map for the town... If there's an inn or some sort of message board for work, maybe some uh, so, some farming. Uh, she looks at you. Uh, uh, there's no. Uh, you came. You know what? Never mind. Uh, there's no maps here or anything. Uh, there's a drinking spot. Uh, the Black Duster. Black Duster. Yeah, it's a bar around here. You might be able to get some information. Sometimes people go over there for. People they need. Oh, I'm not 21. Okay, what does that matter? Oh, okay, great. New town, new laws. Great, great. Thank you so much. Black Duster, just this the, way. The Black Duster, yeah. This just, way. Just go left, then right, mm-hmm. then left. Okay. You can't great. miss it. Absolutely. Thank you so much. Not a problem. Bye, my name's Thorne. Yeah, uh-huh. that's great. Okay. And as you're walking away, you're weirdo. <laughs> <laughs> Black Duster. I love this. I'm... I can understand why Angela loves playing her role so much. <laughs> of course, then again, she is a hardened killer, a kung fu master, and Cohen, who's in between jobs right now. 
Yep. <laughs> At her back, so yep. black duster. Yep. Okay, go to the black duster. Yep. You take yeah, you take the path and eventually you go to what looks uh like another one story building. Uh you notice a couple of uh people yelling at each other right in front of the, uh like on the to the left of the building, obviously drunk, just screaming at each other, having an argument. It looks like they're about to fight, but they stop themselves just the last second over and over and over again. Mm-hmm. And it and that's the situation you see one person just walk uh, watching with what looks like eating nuts, just waiting for something to happen. And does, does this feel like where, like, my instincts were drying me? Yes. Cool. Yeah. But I was, I was allowed by the guard, so. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And as you uh, walk in, you notice a fairly large uh, uh, area, a couple of tables, people uh, <coughs> sitting on them, uh, men and women, uh, and other uh, humans, but other creatures, just, they're eating, uh, drinking. One of them, uh, you hear a couple of people uh, telling stories, like, and there was this, uh, there was this uh, magma beast thing. I don't know what it's called, but it uh, tried to uh, hit me, but I hit it back. And then I ran because it was made of fire. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. And you see, yeah, you're looking around and you see one person far in the back, uh, uh, um, a man with three arms just spitting out drinks. I walked to the man with three arms. Yeah. Hi. Hi. I'm Thorn. Uh, Hi, Thorn. How are you doing? Good. Good. How are you? I'm fine. Great. Uh, it's nice to meet you. Nice to meet you as well. Are you going to buy a drink? Yes. Uh, your finest water, please. He pauses. Water. It's very hot outside. That is, in fact, very hot. Would you like anything in the water? Ice? He pauses. Well, we have regular ice. Okay. Or we have a special ice that's only uh, one shin. Special ice? Yes. What makes it special? It's alcoholic, because this is a bar. Buy something alcoholic! I'll have some specialized, please. Very well, then. He And he gets you a drink with some what looks like uh, these green cubes. Bring me... That was one-third of all my money in the world. <laughs> <laughs> well, have a drink. Um, Yeah, there you go. So, I was told by someone at the guard station mm-hmm. that I could come here looking for work. Oh. Then he looks you over. You look like a hunter. Uh, sit in that corner over there, and eventually someone will show up and might offer you a job. Thor looks confused at this and mouths the words hunter. Oh, okay, thank you very much. Not a problem. My name's Thorn. Nice Thanks to meet for you. being a customer. Thank you for giving me the ice. Yeah, watch out there. Sometimes it uh, tries to come back out. Okay. Okay. See ya. I go to the chair in the back. Yep. You go to the chair, uh, one of the few lone tables in a dark corner. There's like, you look around, there's five dark corners, but it's a, there should only be four. <laughs> I, I tap the light above me to see if it works. Nope. Yeah. Yep. Mm. Mm. Yep. Mm. It only gets darker. Yep. <laughs> yep. And actually, as you look around, you realize that there are no lights. It's actually bioluminescent lines that nice. crisscross the, the, the house. Actually, uh, I'm going to say like every, at least in this town, as far as you can tell, like every building has these bioluminescent bio- strings between the walls. And every once in a while you see a creature, just uh, a strange slug-like creature, but on each end there's like a stalk with an eyeball that looks around and it is crisscrossing the lines. Can, can I uh, can I add to of this? Of course. A bit? 
when one person is uh, walking alone, the eyes will lock on them and the slug will follow them. So they always have some sort of luminescence exactly. around them. So the eyes are creepy, but they're actually making sure that everybody has uh, illumination. Exactly. Uh, and when there's nobody at the uh, nobody on the street, the eyes close and go to sleep. I like it. I, like I love it. it. Yeah. I, yeah. Yep. All right. So I wait. Yep. I wait for Dan to introduce his character. And, and another weird thing, like, you don't know, you have a feeling the eyes, the slug eyes, can read the room. So, like, in the guard station, it was brightly lit. That makes one of us. <laughs> yeah. the, the room was, the guard station was brightly lit, but when in here in the bar, they're very low. Mm. Uh, so, so as you're, as you're there at the bar and you're sitting, uh, behind the bar, there are several, like, large machines, mm-hmm. uh, that produce many of the, of the drinks. Uh, you know, one, one machine that spits out the, uh, the special ice cubes and others say just dispense different, uh, liquids or substances for the drinks. And, uh, there's been one machine behind the bar that's, that's been kind of like, puttering and, 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 and moving. And as you sit down, uh, suddenly, uh, what appears to be this machine, which is like a a about five and a half foot to you know three feet wide, uh, just all sorts of tubes and weird things, uh, suddenly like rises up, and then turns around, and what you see is a the face of a young man. He could be like older than you know early twenties, um, covered in very bulky, uh, heavy uh, plate armor uh you know these are like you know sort of mismatched plates that look like they've been harvested from different bits of devices and materials and put together tubes that go in and out uh and uh in certain parts of his skin show to be like some kind of like synth metal or material and uh one of his hands uh his uh index and middle and and pinky finger have been completely replaced with metal <clears throat> which then sort of traces down along his wrist and into you know be- behind the, the 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 plates of armor that he wears and uh he just sort of turns around blinks kind of owlishly and uh, and finds uh, the nearest bartender goes like there we go. It's fixed. It's fixed now. Uh, so, uh, so, so now you give me what, what I wanted, right? Of course, of course. I'm a man of my word. Great, great, great. And he reaches out. Uh, I'm gonna say he he receives a basically a a, a map. Yep. Uh, for for a certain place that he's looking for. Yep. Yep. Uh, I don't know why you want it though. That's uh, you know where it is, right? Well, I know where it is, and I know where it's probably gonna be about a week from now. Uh, if my All calculations right, are correct. Good luck to you. At least, please pay off your tab first. But I just fixed the machine that makes the special ice. Fine. Go ahead. Just, I was going to say don't die, but you're probably going to. So, see you later. Right. I'm going to have to find another repair guy. Great. And he grabs one of the special ice cubes mm-hmm. and uh, pops it in his mouth yep. and then, like, passes out immediately. <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, 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 awkwardly climbs over the bar. <laughs> Excuse me. Sorry. There's, clank, there's, clank. There's a door. There's a door right there. <laughs> Get it. Get it. You can, you can, uh, falls okay. on the floor. <laughs> clang. Okay. <laughs> and he finally uh, rises to his feet and uh, uh, opens up the uh, the map. It's, you know, fairly uh, crudely drawn, but it's there. It's like, okay, okay. I'm gonna. Hmm. As you're as you're talking, the bartenders. Oh wait, um, you know you talk to other people and they've all said no because they're intelligent, right? Right, right. There's right. a rube over there who might be the person you're looking for. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> oh hey, and uh, just puts away the map 
and trundles over, clank, 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 clank. Boom. Hey, you look like you're new. Um, uh, what gave that away? Uh, well, the, the fact that you were fussing with the lights earlier. Uh, you, you don't do that if you, uh, if you try and touch them, they just get darker. Oh, is that why? Yeah, yeah. So, what are you up to right now? One of the eyeballs shines a spotlight on. Uh, oh, no, oh, right. Uh, we uh, need uh, our, our name names. Yeah. Names. Yeah. Uh, do we have uh, name pads? Yeah. I mean, yeah. You're Thorn. That's yeah. Thorn. Thorn. Yeah. Thorn and Dieter. Dieter is your Dieter. name, right? Yeah. Okay. okay. Dieter. So a, a light flashes on uh, a spotlight because they can read mood. Yep. A spotlight flashes on Dieter as he says, "What are you doing right now? Waiting for work. Excellent. Because I have work. Oh, great. Yeah." Are you in charge of a farm? No, 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 no. You see, uh, there's a place I need to get to for science. And uh, it's, uh, well, a a lot of people don't want to go there because they find it a little bit, uh, what's the word? Uh, I mean, creepy, nightmarish, uh, nightmare-inducing, just tends to make people have nightmares. There are nightmares. So, whereabouts? Uh, well, it, it's, and it, it kind of pulls out the map, shows like, you see, this is us, mm-hmm. and this is the, what's it called again? Oh, sorry, the, the, the Crowded City. Uh, yes. And this is where the Crowded City is, or at least it is kind of around this area. It, move, it moves around, uh, and by move, I mean, have you ever seen a starfish move? A what? A starfish. A starfish? Yes. Is that a star that is now a fish, or a fish that is now a star? A little bit of both. But weirdly enough, they don't live in the sky or in the water. They kind of move around the beach. And when they move, all these little things underneath them, they just go bloop, 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 Kind of like that, but it's a city. Okay. Sounds great. Great. So you're on. You're in. You're, you're, you're in for this trip with me. How much does it pay? Well, there are things there. And you're, many you know what? Them. You're right. We'll discuss that on the way. Exactly. That sounds good. Exactly. And there's, it's a city. It's the crowded city. There's plenty of things there. So surely one of them is worth something. I, on the other hand, only care about knowledge. Great. 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 So you're in. You're great. It's there. You can't. No take backs. The city is made of corpses. Ma- made of corpses? It's okay. It's okay. They don't rot. Um, but isn't that what corpses do? Right? Exactly. It's, it's, it, bugs avoid it. I'm sorry? Bugs. Bugs. They avoid it. You know, bugs are all about corpses. I, I suppose. That's it right here. Pulls out like a, a, a book, a tattered book, like, to be for bugs. See, bugs. Avoid, like, like, eats corpses. Oh, that illustration. Mm. Yeah, yeah, mm. yeah. That's very detailed. <clears throat> Very detailed. Oh, that ice does try to come back up. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep. Puts away the book. Oh. So you're in. Great. Yeah, sure. All right. So finish your drink. Okay. Mm. Okay. Done. Let's go now. Is Or tomorrow? Or Oh, no, no. I'm ready to go now. Great. Okay. That, that sounds great. Let's, let's go now. Excellent. And he just sort of stands up. Oh, by the way, my, my name's Dieter. Dieter. Hold out a hand. I'm Thorn. 
and he's he starts holding out the hand with the uh the, the metal fingers uh and which start crackling oh sorry wrong hand and kind of like awkwardly shakes with his left okay great let's go yep and so it's just you know it starts uh trundling uh towards the door and as he goes like so uh, uh thorn what, what, what is it you do anyway I don't know. Let's find out. All right. This, this looks like it's going to be great. And, uh, yep, starts uh, heading off and uh, presumably out of town and towards the yep. uh, towards where he believes the uh, crowded city is. Yep. And as actually you're uh, all, both walking uh, out of town, both of you don't see as Thorn's shadow for a brief second rises up and takes the form of an older gentleman, a strange uh, completely black, but an older gentleman just looking with such disdain at Thorn, and then disappears. And he walks off into the fields. You know you're heading off into the Crystal Fields, a large mm-hmm. plain where the hunting is done. Yep. But it has no trees. Nope. Any trees? It, it basically it's uh, it has just towers of differing crystals. And you're just traveling along, and you know it's going to take about a week to get there, mm-hmm. which is. According to the map, the perfect time to reach where you think the crowded city should be. Right. I'm going to say the first day, there's no real problems. You're there traveling. And you have that first night to get to know each other. Wow. So, yeah, we are we are gathered around a... Uh, um, uh, I'm going to say it's not it's not a traditional fire. It's... Uh, <laughs> it's, it's you know, he, he, he like looks around his uh, his equipment and everything, and pulls out like a a small metal box into which he starts inserting little sticks on the side. And once he sort of very carefully inserts the fourth uh, the fourth uh, little stick on the fourth side of the box, the uh, the top pops open, and it's like <laughs> it's like this like jet fuel kind of level flame for like maybe five seconds like <laughs> for it. Cools back down to like a, a nice cozy uh, flame. Nice. He's like, ah, there we go. All right, just six or seven more days of this, and we should be right there. Great. Is um, is there going to be another town on the way? And checks the map. Mm, no, according to this, it's pretty much just all uh, all this crystal plain, just wastes, and uh, says here, here be dragon. What the fuck is a dragon? Anyway. <laughs> Uh, should be just smooth sailing all the way there. Okay, G- uh, great. So, um, what? Tell me more about this uh, the city, the tra- the crowded city. Crowded city. Why is it crowded? Uh, because of all the people. I mean, they're dead, yes, but they're still people. What? What happened? Oh, I don't know. That's part of why I want to go. I see. Why have other people been to the crowded city? I mean, yes, they do sometimes go. Don't always return. Sorry, what was that last part? Oh no, that it's it's a, that it's it's just it's it's a very it's a creepy place. So people don't always, you know, they they go and they see and they don't like what they see, so they go elsewhere. It's my theory, anyway. <laughs> I see. Okay. Um, what you just want to go to 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 find out? Exactly. Knowledge. I mean, that is a noble pursuit. I mean, what makes it move? They're corpses, it but moves. they don't rot. It well, moves. yeah, so that's why I'd say it's in this general area, probably, by the time we get there. It's not very fast. Uh, it physically moves? Oh, yeah. On wheels? No, oh, you remember how I said all the little things? Right. Yeah, I mean, all those corpses have legs. 
Good night. You start crawling asleep, and he's just like, just just crawling. His little legs, just thousands and thousands of his legs. Legs. (laughs) (laughs) He's got legs. He knows how to use use them. them. (laughs) Ruber says he knows how to use them, (laughs) according to the legends. As the legends say. According according to the Aeon Priest ZZ Top. <laughs> two of them have very long beards. <laughs> the next day, you head off. Now, as you know, or actually one of you would know, Thorne, you have no idea. The weather system right now is not spring or fall or anything like that. Mm-hmm. It is tempest. So with tempest, occasionally there are certain storms that can cause trouble. Mm-hmm. If you're lucky... You don't get that problem. Right. You're unlucky today. What? On oh. the second day, David, I need you to roll a d20 for me, please. Oh, boy. Three. Your ass explodes. <laughs> <laughs> it, it explodes? Yeah, yeah. into bumblebees. Oh. I'm, I'm sorry, what? Look, oh, it's right. in the weather forecast. <laughs> it's right here. 50% chance of bumblebees from your ass. <laughs> yeah. Actually, not bad. Yeah, Uh, there's a storm. And there's rain starts splattering down, but it's not the clear uh, uh, translucent water. It's it's an oily black rain. Oil splashes across your skin, across the floor. I said that the, the crystal, uh, it's mostly crystal, but on occasion there's the occasional plant that you do see the same, somehow able to survive in this environment. Whenever that black oily rain touches a plant, the f- plant shrivels and dies. Ooh. But it touch, it's touching your skin, and as far as you can tell, you're fine. So I'm not a plant. You're not a plant. All right, that down. Yeah, there you go. So yeah, and on that particular day, nothing happens except for the plain. The it's oily black, so it's it like that night you're just scrubbing because it's it's hard to. It's basically like oil all over oh. your skin. Yeah, I mean, Dita collected a bunch of it. Yeah, yeah. It's super handy for repairs. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it is super lubricant. You got to be honest. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I mean, you got to know how to use the bounty that nature gives you. <laughs> spit out a bunch yeah. of it Ugh. and as you continue on and I don't see that second night nothing else happens scrubbing third night nothing else happens scrubbing fourth night roll another d20 for me please this time it's dead sure yep uh, that is a nine you are in it just Vampire says the Masquerade it just says knives <laughs> yeah. it just says knives yeah you look around. <laughs> knives. Yeah. See, see chart seven. Flip to chart seven. Knives. It just, just knives. A twenty, a twenty item long chart with like dice and everything, and they all just say knives. knives. <laughs> just knives. Uh, you see another storm approaching, but instead of going over the air, it's coming through the ground. Ground clouds heading oh. in your direction, and every once in a while you see a spark of electricity. That's uh, not good. No, that does not look good. That that. Hmm. Should we get up higher? Uh, yeah, yeah, we should probably get off the ground. Get on a large crystal? Um. Because we are surrounded by crystals and no trees. Is there anything I can roll to try and figure out, like, what about this type of weather? Like, what the proper, uh, action to take? Yeah, it's a 12 difficulty. Mm -hmm. Do you have either weather or anything that would help you discovering what this cloud thing is because you're specializing creatures this yeah, isn't a creature it's a weather phenomenon I mean I'll give it a shot too yeah, it's, so it's just a, a roll it's gonna be a straight I'm gonna say it's a straight 12 a straight 12 but if I don't have any skills yeah. I've got an inability so it's effectively 15 right well, uh, not in this case no, no? alright <laughs> nope 5 what do you got on that one <laughs> 
Well, yeah. you have that Delver ability. However, I'm going to use Rest from Chance, <laughs> listeners. Yeah. Rest from Chance is an ability in the new uh, Numenera game that is available only to Delves, possibly to others, where I can re-roll a one and take the second roll. However, I can only use this once in between every 10-hour rest. Right. Four. <laughs> Certainly, yeah. You got a four. I got a five. So. You have no idea what it is. But at least it's not a one. It's like, oh, we need to run into it. Arms open. Just <laughs> with arms wide open. Close off. Put metal in your mouths. Yep. 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 <laughs> um. Yeah. I. Ah, crap. I remember uh, somebody told me once. And I don't remember. It was Scott. Well, I'm just gonna emphasize the 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 ground clouds are yep. about twelve feet high. Yep. Are, is there anything around us that is higher? Give me a perception roll. Oh, that I can do. Yep. Right, I'm going to say difficulty is nine. All right. So that's a six for me. Nat fucking 20. Dude, two nat 20s. What? what? Yeah. High five. Yeah, that's what I'm fucking talking about. About 30 about. feet away, there is a particular crystal tower. It's about 30 feet high. It's going to be a bit of a rush to get there, but you know the optimal route to get there, getting up there. No need to roll running because you roll for all that 20. You're able to get to the top of the tower with no problem. No problem. And... Uh, since we both got nat twenties, can we both have uh, major effects? Yeah, some yeah. kind of major effect. Uh, I'm gonna say we find a place to, like, we find a, a crystal cavern. I'm gonna say you find. Yeah, at the top is a crystal cavern that you find. And uh, what is your uh, major effect, Dan? Um, can we say that 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 crystal cavern has been used before for as shelter by others? So we find I'm like say some yes. really basic supplies. Yeah, I'm, basic not, supplies I'm not going to yeah. ask for ciphers. We're yeah, all yeah. still full up yeah. on yeah, ciphers. Yeah. But there's like we get there and there's like a little like the, the, makeshift the, campsite. Basically, yeah, there's a makeshift campsite. There's actually a note in the there's no actually a note in the cavern walls like uh, left some supplies for uh, for potential other uh, travelers. Signed, friendly traveler. Yeah, you go. Uh-huh. And yeah, you find basic supplies to start a fire, some bed rolls, stuff like mm-hmm. that. Cool. We rest for ten hours. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we we just watch the storm roll be, roll beneath us. Yep. Yep. And then the storm pa- it takes about two or three hours. And as it's passing by, you do see a random creature. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm gonna say like uh, the uh, uh, it's a strange deer like creature with like three horns and like cover uh, basically a uh, green skin. But it uh, it tries to hop between crystal towers and it misses one mm-hmm. and drops into the into the ground cover and you see it getting shocked over and over again and it's paralyzed, frozen over and over again. And the first ten minutes or so, it seems fine, but because it's constantly in the ground cloud, eventually it just shocks itself to death. That sounds like a YouTube video to me. <laughs> yeah, that's uh, great. Yep, we're not that. So yep, yeah. A um, couple hours. I'm gonna go for a ten hour rest because that that, yeah. <laughs> that that reroll one thing saved my life. Yeah, yep. yeah, uh, yeah. No, yeah, exactly. We we I guess we we sleep out the night there. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yep. And when you wake up, the ground storm is done. Great. You see the odd creature too dead, sadly, yep. but also dinner. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, and then we uh, yeah climb back down yep. and make continue making our way. Yep. And as you continue, it's the fifth day. No more issues. Mm-hmm. Six day. I need Dan to roll a D hundred for me, please. Mm-hmm. Actually, no. First, David, roll a nope. D six. Tell me if you get a one. Uh, tell me what you get. Because I know which I want to know which table to use. Five. All right. So tell the me second if you table. Get a one. Give me a D hundred, please. All right. Eighty five. Eighty five. Mm. Devourer of worlds. Level <laughs> two. Level sure two. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's ambitious. Yeah. yeah, they do travel in packs. 
of uh, let me check here mm-hmm. worlds. worlds. They travel in worlds. Yeah, worlds. Exactly. Yeah. It's just a giant planet sized ball of like Pac- just a Pac Man. Yeah, just a Pac Man. <laughs> waka 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 waka. <laughs> Walk is fall, everyone dies. <laughs> so as you guys are traveling. Mm-hmm. Traveling along, you're, you're you're passing close to one of the crystal spires. Yes, and I am going to say that. What's your name again? Dieter. Dieter. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to say that Dieter, uh, you move too close to one of the spires, and one I of do. your uh, robotic arms mm-hmm. touches it. Yes. And you notice that what you assume was just another crystal tower. You realize there's these strange hexagonal like holes inside of the mm. large holes, yes. about man size. Mm. Well, like uh, so I'm gonna say uh, half man size, like like three feet wide. Right. So basically, yeah, you see a uh, hexagonal, several hexagonal holes coming out of this pillar, and as you get close, you hear a. Bzzz. Oh, that's interesting. And then quickly rushing out, from you our butts. S- yeah, yeah. <laughs> quick turn off the hexagonal holes. You see several. Well, what looks like bees rushing out. About each one, about three feet tall. Oh my god, they are about bees. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> Uh, what I'm going to say is, uh, Dieter, do you want an intrusion? Uh, so did we start with any XP? You did not. You did not. Yeah. So in that case, yes, I want, I All want right, to, I think there's two on the table here already. So there you go. As Sweet. one of them, one of the insects rushes out of you so quickly that it stabs into you. Uh, you take the initial damage of two. All right. Uh, um, I've got heavy armor. So yeah. yeah. That... So which that doesn't affect you. Yeah. However, it then pulls out. But it doesn't pull out the stinger. Mm. You see it ripped in half as his guts are pulled out, and the stinger is still inside of you. Hey, you've every- got a body cannon one already. Yeah. 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 Every round while you're in combat, it takes it puts in uh, two damage to you, but it doesn't. Right. It's not affected by armor because it's inside you now. Yeah. All right. All right. Roll for initiative as you see what looks like six insects buzzing around. Mm, six insects. Five. Six. Okay. Wait a second. Oh wait, nine. Aha. Uh-huh. Nine? Nine, because I have, I have uh, yeah, uh, specialized in initiative. Oh, specialized? In that case, well, you got a six, so you got a 12. No, I got a three. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay. okay. So nine and? Mm-hmm. Five. Okay. So uh, then Thorn goes first. As you see, six of these inches, they count as a group, so there's a total, of, uh, it requires a level, they're level four as a group. So okay. So you require 12 to hit them. Are they uh, in a uh, swarm, or are they all spread out? Swarm. Boom! Going to hit them with my, uh, going to hit them with my ribbons of dark matter. Okay. Uh, That's going to be a 12. Uh, which is going to be, doesn't say it requires a roll. What's it do exactly? Uh, for the next minute, dark matter condenses within an area within long range that is no bigger than an immediate distance in diameter, so 10 feet, mm. manifesting in swirling ribbons. Um, action to initiate cost me two points. Oh, okay. Cost me two intellect. Yeah. Then I think you do. What's it do to the creature? Uh, sorry. Um, all tasks attempted by creatures in the area are hindered, and leaving the area requires the the creature's entire action to move. Oh, nasty. Mm-hmm. So yeah. So you're in. Well, you said immediate area, right? Uh, yeah. So it's a ten foot square base, or but they're close enough to stab into you. Uh, would that? Would you also be affected? Uh, I would, but then I would just put us just at the edge of that. Okay, that's fair. Yeah. So basically, their actions are going to be hindered, but they still can attack you. Okay. In okay. which case, give me which one means second. that they require uh, to hit them, or for them to hit you, require uh, instead of a twelve, it's going to be a nine. Okay. Which, in which case, um, yeah. Oh wait, can I do this at the same time? 
It requires an action, right? The ribbons? Yes. So no. What about an enabler ability with an action ability? What's an enabler ability? Uh, Dark Matter Strike actually is an enabler ability. What's it say exactly? Oh, I would have to roll to yeah. attack. So, so the attack action, would yeah. be... A, yeah. Okay, action, never mind. Yeah. Okay. Nope, yeah. nope. Oh, yeah, so basically, it's not my first attack. So it's going to be a nine for to dodge and to attack them. Because okay. they're hindered. Okay. okay. Yep. Cool. Cool. That's your action. Yep. And now their action. So, so basically, Thorn reaches, goes ah, and then reaches out his hand as if his hand leaps of its own, uh, its own accord, and almost pulls him. And then tendrils of darkness, uh, uh, wispy smoke rise up from the ground, and then start, uh, start lashing out, uh, kind of like a a plumage or a a, a sequence of of black mm-hmm. vines, and start and start restraining or batting around the different bees. Perfect. Yeah. All right. Uh, you see the bees uh, being struck by the black power. Yep. Uh, they're going to strike into uh, uh, noticing the danger from uh, Thorn. They're going to strike into Thorn. Mm-hmm. Thorn dodges nine. Okay. These creatures try to stab into you. Cool. All of them. All right. That's fine. Uh, I've got a skill with speed defense. Yep. So that'd be a six. Yep. That'd be a three. Yep. Uh, oh no, I made it because. Uh, oh wait, no, it's a three. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah. Screw it. I'm gonna take the hit. Okay. Uh, you see numerous bees trying to stab into you. They are initially just uh, damage two, but because they're a swarm, they're gonna be essentially damage four. Okay. And but as they get close and try to stab into you, what happens? Uh, so I dodge back, and then the bees get to me, and I start swatting at them. I've got a, I've got a, you know, a. a I probably have a, a, a medium sword. What is it called? A long sword. Yeah. A long sword. And I'm swatting them away and they start stabbing and where they stab a, a circle of darkness erupts onto my arm and then onto my chest and then onto my ear where it stabs at me. And then this same smoke comes up from the, the wounds that they would be placing on Thorn and covers Thorn's body like he's being dripped in that oil that mm-hmm. uh, rained down. But it is a infinitely darker pitch on his body and it covers his entire being with this smoky, thick armor that when it finally coalesces within seconds, albeit, it is, uh, it is a large construct of multiple moving plates of armor that all kind of move as if they were tectonic and part of a strange uh, a strange puzzle and they wherever they move and there is gap more more shadow erupts and then there are there are leaps of of shadow kind of like the uh, fountains outside of Las in Las Vegas that like kind of spit water until he's basically just an ocean of spitting hardened shadow nice. and it covers and as he goes like wait i don't know oh, God. and then it shuts mm-hmm. uh, a face plate in front of him and then the eyes glow red yep. nice yep nice uh dieter i need you to give me a level one resist fear roll sure level one so you just need a three or below 12 or above yeah you're fine but there's a yeah that's still disturbing yeah it's still disturbing Huh. All right. <laughs> so, uh, my turn, I'm guessing? Yeah, your turn now. I'm going to try and remove the stinger. All right. That's going to be a difficulty nine roll. All right. I am trained in uh, healing and surgery and stuff. I'm so, going to that, yeah. Yep. And also trained in, like, uh, resisting pain. Either one will work. So, yeah. So, six or higher. Yep. 
Also, uh, that's, oh, you still take two damage because at the start of your turn. Okay, so, so you, I took the damage and I rolled an eighteen. Oh, so you're uh, fine. You're yep, able so to pull it out. Yep, yeah, I will. Uh, so two damage to might. Got yep. it. Right. And actually, at that point, because looking at it, uh, what's your total of armors, both of you? Minus three heavy armor. Minus five. Yeah, there's no way for these creatures to hit you. Sweet. Because they're fairly low level, even with the advancement. So eventually, take some time, you're able to kill these creatures. Because we are not good at working as a team. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it t- it t- honestly, it should. Uh, our real team will take you five minutes, it took you 20. He's like, fuck it, beer, fuck it. A lot of it is us running. So it's like a wide establishing shot of an empty crystal field. And then from the left comes us running like, ah, And then the bees are like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah yep and after some time after a significant amount of running you're able to escape the bees <laughs> not the bees not the bees <laughs> and the the uh you turn away for a moment Dieter and look back and Thorne no longer has the armor on and there's just pools of shadow going into his eyeballs and into his nose and his mouth and he looks like he doesn't even notice it <sighs> okay that was that was very, very, very useful uh, trick you had there. Uh, um, yeah. So huh? I thought so too. Is that, is that, is that an item? Uh, How does that work? I don't. I, I, I don't know. I don't. I don't know. That's never happened before. That has never happened before. Okay. In my life. Ah. All right. No, no, I need you. I need you. Can't perform. Can't perform an autopsy right now. Autopsy means you're dead. Okay. They told me that. They told me that. I have to remember. But <laughs> if you're doing an autopsy, it's because they're dead. All right. Um. Yeah. So, note: avoid the crystals with the holes in them. Oh my God! Did we already make this a uh, a joke that it should be a T-shirt for Unhallowed? That uh, a picture of the doctor and said, I put the audio in autopsy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you should. All right. Anyways, what did you say? All right. So. Now we know. Avoid the uh, crystals with the holes in them. Mm-hmm. Yes. Full of yep. bees. And that's how we learn. That's how we learn. Right? Live and learn. Yes. Especially we with the, lived. We lived and we learned. All right. Let's find a place to make camp for the night. I think we're close. Yep. And you make camp for the night. There are no more problems. Sweet. And you wake up. And it's the next day, the seventh day, and they begin traveling. The day of bees. <laughs> yeah. And in the distance, you do see, like, you do see what, uh, originally what looks like a city, mm. a drab city, mm. uh, gray. Yeah. yeah. But as you get closer, you realize that the walls of the city look like they're made of people plastered everywhere. The buildings, as you get closer, the buildings, the roads corpses. Hey everybody, this is Dave from Fandible. Thank you very much for listening. If you want to hear more, go on over to Fandible.com and listen to any one of our many podcasts. I'm sure we've got some sort of genre that we've recorded that will absolutely tickle your fancy. If you're interested in following us on Twitter, we're at Fandible. Same thing with Facebook. And if you want to throw some shillings our way, then take a look at the Fandible Patreon. With the money, we keep this crazy train going by paying for equipment, going to conventions so we can meet you lovely, lovely people, and for paying Johnny Law off so they stay off our backs. Thank you very much for listening, and some, something clever. Something clever. Nothing? No one wants to? I'm literally looking at four of my closest friends, and no one's... Thank you! <laughs>